0: In recent weeks in our Gospel and other scriptural readings, we've heard about things such as discipleship, the cost of discipleship, and also about priorities, having our our minds and our hearts and our souls fixed on that place where true treasure is to be found. And today, of course, is no different. And Jesus gives us this story of the rich man and Lazarus in which he draws a very stark contrast between the two men. Of course, the rich man is, uh, lives in a beautiful home and eats sumptuously every day, has fine clothes to wear, and just outside of his home is a poor man who lives in the streets, who's covered in sores, who's hungry, and would be happy with just a morsel of something that even fell from the rich man's table, and even the dogs come and lick the sores of this man. Now, unlike many other, image, other images that we get in Scripture about uh, days long ago, sadly, it doesn't take a whole lot of imagination to picture this scene today, does it? One need only to go, you know, really to almost any city, but especially as close as we are to, to New York, to see at the, at the, on the sidewalks, on the dirty sidewalks, outside of these uh, gleaming glistening towers that are filled with beautiful multi-million dollar condos we have our modern day lazarus lying there with sores oftentimes with a a dirty dog or two uh, with them and sadly our lazarus today is often someone who offered his life or her life in service i'm thinking especially of our veterans who uh, are damaged in some way because of their service to our country and then come home and find a system that is ill-equipped to care for their needs. And because of of, of mental illnesses, PTSD, they cannot keep a job. They have trouble and the, the bottom falls out from underneath them and they wind up living in the streets and reviled. It's so easy to build a chasm between us and them. In the story of Lazarus and the rich man, of course, the chasm is something cosmic. And Father Abraham says to the man in Hades, this chasm has been fixed so that none of us can cross over to you and you could not cross to us. But in our lives, as in the the life of the rich man in this parable, There are chasms that are created, that are manufactured by us in order to keep us from others. We put up all kinds of walls and barriers around ourselves, sometimes physical, sometimes emotional. We like to close ourselves in and try to feel safe. And, you know, life has always been full of difficulties. History is full of instances uh, where you know, economies rise and fall, governments change. There's always something, some sort of heaving going on. But we do, I think, live in in a time now of especial anxiety across the board. It doesn't matter who you are. There's anxiety on all fronts. And so, one of the ways that we deal with that anxiety is by turning in on ourselves and staying on our side of the chasm. You stay on your side, I'll stay on my side. We won't have to deal with each other, and it'll be much easier that way. But indeed, that is not the world that God envisions for us. It's not the world that God created. It's the world that is the result of sin, certainly, and of our own free will. But it is not God's vision for us. We sang this beautiful hymn, O Holy City Scene of John in which we talk about the, the, the shame on us who rest content while lust and greed for gain in street and shop and tenement ring gold from human pain. This hymn was written in the 19th century during the Industrial Revolution, but those words ring true today as well, as they would have in the time of Jesus. And I, sometimes, you know, just as, a, as, a, as an aside, as a, as a spiritual practice... I would urge you to take your, your bulletin home because during the week you can reread the scriptures because oftentimes after worship and after hearing the sermon or after something else happens during the week, you can read your scriptures and see a whole different angle or have a, a different idea or an epiphany of some kind. But also read the hymns. When we sing the hymns, of course, it's beautiful and melodic, But sometimes in singing it, the words kind of run together, at least in my mind, and it's helpful to read them without the music and see and hear for yourself the beauty of the poetry, the great treasure that we have as Anglicans, and the deep and uh, really incisive theology that is in these hymns. So that's uh, Sermon B today. But in this hymn, we have this vision of the holy city scene of John, and that is God's vision for us, that beautiful city where uh, the, the human spirit is lifted up, that beautiful city where we care for one another, that beautiful city where all the barriers we, we put up, race, class, sex, age, all that disappears, And we are one in Christ because that is the whole point of Christ's sacrifice of himself on the cross. And so we must look to that cross and to that sacrifice throughout our lives and always remind ourselves that he who is of the Godhead humbled himself and came among us as one of us to live and die and to give us the greatest example of all. And so when you encounter one of these chasms that are manufactured chasms in our world. Think about the cross and think about how you can lay the cross in front of you and use that cross as a bridge to the other side where you will find your brother or your sister in Christ and where you might have a disagreement or you might be uncomfortable. But in that uncomfortableness, in that tension of of being together, That's where the grace unfolds. That's where God breaks through and unites us and joins us and uses us to do his will to continue to build that heavenly city here on earth. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.